Hello and welcome to Nyamishana's podcast. In today's episode, we would like to talk about how women are harnessing the internet to speak truth to power. And to discuss this topic is Lisa. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Lisa is an amazing uh, feminist. She's going to tell us more about who she is and what she does. Okay. Yeah. So my name is Lisa Kanimozi Ravoni. I am a feminist. I'm a writer. I'm a radio presenter and content creator. And, and other things, I'm also a student. Um, when it comes to content creating, I have a blog, which is called Conversations with Kenya Mozi. Conversations with a chaos. Trying to be <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, my blog is mainly my thoughts, both things that I struggle with, deal with as an individual, but also work that I have come to learn as a growing feminist. Yeah, um, yeah. And then also sometimes <laughs> recently I did a book review on different books that I like. Um, okay. And this I really do on just books I read for for entertainment more so mm. books I read to um to learn something. So it was all about love and I think earlier this year I'd committed myself to learning how to love in a more feminist way. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then I also have a vlog, uh, YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. It's also called Conversations with Kenya Mozi, mm. and it is solidly dedicated to feminist content and why i chose to create that vlog was so many people don't want to go through the work of um educating themselves yeah so they have a surface level and i would say not the correct perception of what feminism no they want to perpetuate yeah a a perception of feminism that's that's not the one Mm -hmm. so you don't want to do the work you don't want to educate yourself but it's okay. I've got yeah. you. I'm here. I will read. And and then I will break it down into five minutes, six minutes, different um different conversations. Yeah. Um I think I got the idea mainly like it's brought sprout up two ways or friends. So my content, I used to do Feminist Friday on my Instagram and mm-hmm. WhatsApp statuses. Okay. They're like, why don't you document this into a more permanent yeah. um thing, yeah. such as a vlog? Mm-hmm. And then the f- initial thought came from reading Feminism is for Everybody by Bell yeah. Hooks, which is, yeah. I tell yeah. everyone to read that book. Mm-hmm. And in one of the chapters, Bell Hooks asks for us to mainstream feminist content yeah. so that as much, and she, um, Bell Hooks likens it to Jehovah Witnesses. So they'll uh-huh. throw, <laughs> they'll, they'll throw leaflets at your exactly, doorstep. Exactly. So, and yeah. that's, and that's what I, aim to do so you're going to see feminism and you're going to read whether you like it or not you're going to do it because yeah, change yeah. is imperative yeah. yeah um thank you so much for that lisa why are women alternative spaces important um speaking for myself to begin with uh i worked with a media house in print mm-hmm. and when i started regard <laughs> like yes i was young at the time yeah but i wanted to write it's not like you're old i'm not old i was much younger <laughs> okay, much much younger uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and i was working for a media house and they would only give me certain topics, topics. to write under yeah. certain more as i'm going to put in quotes 
female topics mm-hmm. so i wanted to write about different things also because i was a young person they said mm, what you no know, what do you have to say about politics i'm like but i what you prefer i like i read <laughs> i'm able to have a thought and yeah. explain an opinion properly mm-hmm. and that wasn't just they were not ready to do that yeah. also there's a lot of policing and silencing so when i was doing my the initial thought process for the radio show i host is was a feminist radio show mm-hmm. so we're gonna put up feminist content we're gonna do you know we're gonna break the silence we're gonna mainstream it to the media house and uh that admin was like you're not doing that <laughs> not in our station uh-huh. uh be politer how can you call men trash how can you do this no 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 no. make it more conducive for the listening of men i'm just like how am i supposed to educate people when you're doing this for yeah. this so and i think that's um why I, the the YouTube channel gives me like I'm allowed to say what, I'm, what I want to say. No yeah, one is going to police yeah. me. It is my channel. If you yeah. don't want it, don't watch it. But there's people mm-hmm. who want to who Man. learn from that content. Yeah. So alternative spaces are important because um they give us a voice. Yeah, and a voice that's not silenced, mm-hmm. a voice that is not shut out, a mm-hmm. voice that is not policed. Yeah, and we're able to share and learn because at the same time. An alternative space would also be Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And for the longest time, there was so much ridicule towards Twitter feminists. Mm-hmm. But I can say my initial coming into feminism officially was from Twitter feminists because yeah. they did the work. They educated us. They still educate us. Mm-hmm. Um, they, so th- if they were not given that alternative of Twitter, where would we be getting that knowledge from? Yeah. 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 So it's very important because then we're able to speak, we're able to share, we're able to learn and unlearn, we're able to have healthy discourse Yes. around so many different topics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so women have found a place for free expression. Mm. I want to know how women are using uh, the internet to speak truth to power shedding more light on the Twitter feminists and probably feminist bloggers and vloggers. Mm. How are Ugandan women using that space? Um, For one, there so many ways. <laughs> to begin yeah. with, as I just highlighted, learning. Yeah. So, so many women are blogging, so mm-hmm. many feminists, um, members of the queer community, LGBTQI community. So we get to learn so much more. So that yeah. space is used to teach us. And, you know, there are things you don't understand and you're able to, if you can't find it in, you know, different newspapers in Uganda, you will definitely find it one way or another on the internet, in a vlog, in a blog, yeah. um, on a podcast series. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's refusing nonsense. Yes. <laughs> That's the that's the easiest way to put it. Refusing nonsense. Mm-hmm. So Ugandan media likes to disrespect us as women. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah. And that's in number one manuals. Yes. So you will have, and feminists are tireless mm-hmm. in telling people you will not do that nonsense to us. I yeah. know we get tired the times, and I'm just like another one. I'm just let me just yeah. move on. <laughs> let me just move on. Um. But then just being able to every day say, no, stop it. Like mm-hmm. we, we have valid voices. We are opinionated. So stop stop leaving us out. So why are there four men talking about the economy of Uganda? Yeah. You mean the rest of us, we don't benefit from it? We don't, we're not affected by certain choices mm-hmm. by leaders? Um, and I've seen... I've seen an actual shift. You know, even if they put that one token, <laughs> that token seat for a woman, yeah. it is 
one seat is one seat away from silence. If yes. we were not shouting, they wouldn't put us there. Yeah. Um. So I see the change. I see in some some media houses actually taking the notion to say, actually, okay, two men, two women. Yeah. Even some um t- um now the online webinars, which is a time and era that we're in at the moment, mm-hmm. you will see definitely that they'll have two men some yeah. like two women and two men because mm-hmm. um one they're scared of the backlash that will come from feminists and i'm like yes yeah. yes at least yeah. change at least yeah. scare them into um into doing the work mm-hmm. then there's um there was that mtn ad oh, oh my god oh. <laughs> we and people were apparently not seeing the problem but then um i was actually reading patricia twasima's um paper yeah. from Bakina mama journal today and you s- what the empty ad did was normalizing what they did to honorable so- sylvia Ravogo. Mm-hmm. so if we don't fight for certain things like that to come to an end and say no stop objectifying us in public yeah stop doing that mm-hmm. we we tweeted we made a little twitter noise and they yes. put down the ad yeah, yeah. <laughs> so our work is being done mm. and i think finally not finally but like the last one i'm going to give is um Earlier this year, we began New Year's first mm-hmm. day with me to UG, and it was um, young women, my age group, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, mm-hmm. coming out and saying, This is my rapist, this is a story. Mm-hmm. If I'm not going to get justice, at yeah. least I'm going to show you who it is. So now mm-hmm. you take it upon yourself either to cancel that person mm-hmm. or hold to the person accountable, yeah. but we're not going to let, we're not going to die in silence. Yeah. These yeah. are our rapists. They've done so and so. And mm. um, there was a list shared by a very courageous woman. Mm. Um, yes, in the end, she ended up, you know, facing different legal replications from one of ugh, stupid abusers. <laughs> but um, you can see that we are finding alternative ways to fight because the system yes. is not working for us. Yeah. And regardless, I know for a fact that it's in one way or another, it's working. Mm-hmm. Because when you put that out and you share that recently even um men young men were open to sharing that this this happened to me i was assaulted i was mm-hmm. raped and they found twitter as a safe space because yeah. they know for for sure if they go to a police they're going to say hey how can you be raped you a man yeah. but they found solace that there's a community on the yeah. internet yeah. from the work of feminists that mm-hmm. is able to caution them and give them help them. and believe them most yeah. of yes first and foremost because one of the biggest challenges that uh, women in uganda have especially when they go to police mm. is they're not believed not at all so people have found uh, I, I saw a lot of criticism twitter, twitter is not caught mm. but it is the it is the last it is like the last resort mm. for so many uh, yeah. ugandan feminists online um so you touched a little bit about the consequences mm. of uh, speaking up. Yes. What are some of those consequences? Um, number one, definitely will be immediate backlash. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something I personally face. You'll see people in your comments saying hurtful words. Mm-hmm. Um, I think earlier on when I started speaking loudly on mm-hmm. on social media those things used to affect me I used to go into a corner and be quiet yeah but i think coming to the understanding that i know for a fact that what mm-hmm. i'm speaking is true mm-hmm. the work is being done people are being educated people are learning you're not blackmailing exactly anyone. i'm not blackmailing anyone. i'm not lying on anyone's mm-hmm. name 
everything is from a pure place yeah and, and, and someone asked me how how do you handle all the bad things they say but i'm like you're just <laughs> mad because i'm talking about you yeah. and the bad things that you're doing mm-hmm. um also now for the sake of the women that shared that they had been raped and shared their accusers photos definitely they got backlash from people mm-hmm. saying that they're ruining people's lives um exactly i know i know one who was out and mm-hmm. she was seated by a bar and and someone came and said i wish you get raped what? like the rapist that you've just been outing oh my and goodness that's a lot yeah <laughs> but that's that's the first thing immediate backlash another thing is trolls yeah so people are going to say bad things about you. Um, people are going to make it their personal mantra job. They're going to load data every day to harass you to on harass the internet. You or open new Twitter account. Exactly. Open I have somebody that opened a Twitter account just to harass me. I'm sure I've <laughs> experienced that before. I thought I thought it happens to other people. It would happen to me. And even if I was still shouting with other people, when it happened to me specifically, I was just like, now what? Yeah. So someone posted a picture of me mm-hmm. and tr- with a derogatory statement and i was funny enough the person had blocked me so i didn't see anything but you know friends sent screenshots and so forth mm-hmm. and i just kept on subbing the person and my teacher was like so unblock me and let yeah. me see why, why you're abusing me like mm. do it and the person created troll accounts to get into my mentions because mm-hmm. i'm like so now you have what? one. What, what is the point? What are you benefiting? I just so don't understand energy. the mind of trolls. I just don't understand it. So much energy mm. to do one thing that you're not benefiting from. And then also laws. <clears throat> yeah. So laws are put in place and can be misused by people who have the power, mm-hmm. which is usually the men that we're speaking against. Yeah. So, um, number one, one of the cases that we put against um, the woman who spoke, who did a list for um, rapist mm. was defamation. Mm. And she was called into court, prison. Like, as in, they, she slept in prison for a night. Mm. Then the rapist, or the accused rapist in is this walking case, is walking scot-free because we don't have enough evidence you know um so defamation was uh, that's a law that can actually be put into place but then again the computer misuse misuse that's exactly what got stella nyanzi in prison Mm -hmm. so you can speak truth to power but then these people will definitely find a way to because you're guilty (laughs) so they find a way to remove the guilt from themselves by Mm -hmm. using our law and obviously our justice system and our police is in the gutter. Yeah. So dash them a good amount and <laughs> they're the one taking the win mm. despite you speaking the truth. Yeah. So yeah. that's a thing. And also like uh history tradition is on the side of yes, men. Exactly. And women who speak up are the spoiled ones. Are spoiled or liars. Because yeah. ideally women are liars. liars. So one thing I saw mm. um so women have done all this work, feminists have done all this work to create um, safe spaces online for people to share stuff like I've been raped, I've been, uh, you know, abused and all of that. Mm-hmm. But to date, I will write that, even if there's a photo, even if there are half a people on my Twitter um, 
list were present when any of this happened mm. someone will still say you're lying or yeah. you called for it yeah. or you did something provocative or they dismiss you oh you're yeah just a woman exactly or, yeah. but then also something that i saw when um men came out to share that they had been raped i mean or assaulted or uh, so forth so forth mm-hmm. it was interesting to see that no one asked for the other side mm-hmm. mm. So I took note of that. In fact, they were that, saying, where are the feminists? Exactly. The feminists <laughs> are quiet when the boy child is being exactly. harassed. Yeah. I was like, hmm. so is it because of my gender that I'm the liar? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Because mm. this person has said the exact same thing. So many women have come here on to say, and you have believed them on site. And this, mm-hmm. is, this is good. This is a bad thing. But what I'm saying is, why don't you believe, believe women, women as well? Because yeah. what you're saying is, inherently mm-hmm. he can't be lying yeah why would he be lying but again why would women be lying when we know there's literally no reward in being raped yeah yeah so yeah <laughs> those, that's, those are some of the things that women face when mm. they come to online to speak truth to power we see in the me too of or like us mm. uh the harvey weinstein's and yes. on and yet it's the case is different with us yes and i hope that in future it will we be are better. going to be taken seriously yes so how can power holders support women's voices online um the number one power holder again is media in my head mm. <laughs> maybe because i'm biased because i work in media but That's um right. media changes the narrative mm-hmm. so i cannot go to the police station and report rape if media has constantly tri- tri- trivialized what women's rape, issues. exactly women's issues mm. so the person who's reading and hearing or watching tv is the same police officer who's saying maybe that person was wearing a short skirt mm-hmm. and that's 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 enough of a justification yeah so the media plays a role in changing the narrative yeah why would you print I've never forgotten that police guy. The police guy who said um In Nanga. Yes. Oh that's no, called... no 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 no. I don't think it's that one. <laughs> no, okay, whatever. That one, okay. Yeah. Mm. Um so why would I, an editor who wants to change mindsets, go mm. on mm. to print such an interview? Yeah. Because then someone with that already biased mindset yeah. is like, yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It must be women. Yeah. They must be provoking. Yeah. I need to be aware of the content I'm pushing out. Mm. Women are coming out and saying they're raped because A, B, and C. Okay. How can I get women to come and share different alternatives? Mm-hmm. How we should handle these cases? Um, change mindsets that no, you're not entitled. Let's write more articles saying that. Um I was also reading, I think it's in 2017, 2018. And it's interesting how things stay with you. But I was reading how um, they had asked young children something concerning assault or rape. And an eight-year-old boy mm. said, um, sometimes it's how girls dress. Eight-year-olds. Eight uh-huh. So you printing That's that and putting it in the exactly in the media. and you printing that and put it at a kiddie section and then mm. i'm going to give it to a child at my home and they're gonna read that like oh okay okay yeah. yeah but the media has a role to play in the images and the conversations in the mm-hmm. articles it puts out in changing the narrative that's yeah. number one two 
institutions. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, before you you go away from media, yes, uh, uh, you remember how they covered uh, Rabogo's uh, yes story? Definitely. Just, just a background. Uh, there's a man, a young, an um, twenty a man. something yeah. man that was stalking a member of parliament. Mm. Uh, and and then the media had a headline like um, boy. Mm. First of all, they called, called him, him a boy, boy. To, of course, to seek sympathy from readers. Also, uh, to show that she's an older woman and she yes. have acted more mature uh-huh. in court. Yeah, mm. boy arrested for sending love messages to mm. member of parliament. Mm. And the media is not doing us any Need justice. Any justice. Yeah, exactly. And as long as they continue to send out these messages, mm. uh, they they are like uh, feminists are taking four steps, mm. and then the, and the media, media is dragging <laughs> right back. Yes, yeah, and probably that is why we want more women reading mm. and investing in themselves, women journalists and bloggers and content creators, mm. because the alternative space is very important. Mm. Yeah, that and also just at the reporting of that of that incident and that story will never not annoy me mm-hmm. because really yeah, <laughs> no yeah. really people went on the media continued to have you know interviews of and not trying to understand what Sylvia Rawogi was saying or mm-hmm. the case asking her doesn't she think she overreacted mm-hmm. or asking her um, or telling her you should be grateful that events that you, a young man uh, is... I think she's a she was 40 at the time you mm-hmm. a 40 year old woman is being you know oh lord jesus uh, what's the word what's the, vibed vibed <laughs> by um 20. A, a 20. Oh, like is that something? Is it supposed to be flattering? It's was supposed to be flattering because women's agency is not a thing. But then the there was so much potential to teach young men mm-hmm. or and and now show young women that that is not the way that you interest someone into being your partner yeah. or learning what consent is and what mm-hmm. a no is. If I'm not interested in you, don't don't call me. Don't overcall me. Don't overtext me. Don't harass me. Don't try to find me. Don't yeah. don't do that. There's absolutely no reason. Yeah. And also the court, as I was going to say institution, the court failed Sylvia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The court failed like police, everyone that every institution that could have been sick Helpful. exactly failed Sylvia completely and also when people say um Twitter is not a court but trust me if we want to if we try attempt to it's go to the court last remedy for rape yeah assault um I cyber remember harassment cyber harassment revenge porn yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know I don't like using there's a new word that I learned non consensual distribution of oh, intimate images. images yes yeah. that mm. so when i tried to go to court now the police can say where did you share the images okay they have been shared mm-hmm. yeah or my phone's been stolen and the images have been people yeah. have them now uh so i want to have the person arrested mm-hmm. like yes. i want a court case because yeah. the person shared things that i'm not supposed to share mm. or um i was just thinking back i think i was having a conversation with someone i got assaulted when i was downtown in Kampala, mm, and it's it's fine, and I uh, it's a case that I didn't first of all I didn't even know that I could report mm. to the police yeah. that if a 
those downtown men who are very ugh, entitled grab me or touch me i can i can that's something i can report to the police mm-hmm. but also in my head i already knew now i go and tell them man that that this man slapped my ass mm. oh, but um he's going to laugh at me and, and say okay we shall work out uh, uh, there's absolutely nothing that's going to yeah. be done i i literally know this yeah so yeah. that institutions need to work for us and that i think takes re-educating and retraining and that again the work has to be done by the people yeah. in power they you go and educate yourself serious things. exactly yeah exactly we seem to pri- the the government seems to prioritize everything else mm-hmm. except the well-being of, of women of women exactly and there's yeah. that there's been the whole covid 19 obviously having people indoors um especially with their abusers has mm-hmm. has been a lot of gender-based violence and we've been seeing this in so many countries now like south africa which people say sadly call it rape capital you know because of so many women being assaulted and raped and femicide at such a yeah. high rate yeah. um so there's so there's all of that going on in sa mm. <laughs> but there has never been say we're in trouble. We have to fix this. Too many yeah. women are dying by no the second. No emergency. No state Exa- of emergency. Exactly. There's no state of emergency. So that's the same thing with Uganda. It's like, ha, huh, there's A, B, C, D. Ah, ah. Women no, need to go away. Women. So their well-being. Let them just find a way. Someone <laughs> told me that if men were menstruating, we would be having pads yes, in every, every corner. Every single corner. Because yeah. that is men's lives and men's well-being is much it's valued at a higher place than ours yeah. so our deaths our traumas mm-hmm. our abuse pain. our pain mm. you're strong you're strong you can keep strong that. you're a strong woman i really don't want to be called a strong I woman and strong woman. so yeah. yes institutions need to do better by us that's yeah. number one yeah. then um the policies and the laws mm-hmm. i can't report rape if I've been raped um five so years to oh, yeah yeah five yeah. years or a year the rape happening because yes. I've taken time to heal. I'm not. Do they know what? Ex- no, I don't. Do? I don't. People don't understand the depth of what rape is and how mm-hmm. it dehumanizes you and yeah. how telling it over and over the is shame. such a shame. Also, telling it over and over is such a traumatizing. It's, it's traumatizing and it's hectic to your mm. emotional well being. So, laws and policies have to be in place to cater for me who doesn't have that. Yeah. I'm coming here four years after this happened. I'm now strong enough to take yeah. this to court. Mm-hmm. What can you do for me? Yeah. Like now, yeah, I was raped by a husband. Mm-hmm. I was raped by a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I was raped by a friend. Mm. They wore a condom, and now I want to report this person because mm. what they did was after they used their power yeah. to influence the decision. Mm. So I always cater for me in the law, cater for me in the policies. Mm-hmm. I need to be able. To, we need to bring this word to book. Mm-hmm. So that we're we able to believe yes, women exactly, so that they're held accountable. Yeah. So yes, I'd like policies, institutions, and the me- the media to do the necessary work yeah. as the power holders in mm. ensuring that what we're seeing online doesn't stop online. Yeah. And we see actual change in in the real world. Yeah. And also, I think it will start from mass com class. Yes. Uh, for journalists, yes. If if we can have uh, training, training, edu- mm. lecturers who understand these issues. No, that's a funny thing. Lecturers <laughs> are not doing their work. 
Yeah, mm. that is why we have the type of journalists that we mm. have in newsrooms. Yeah, but uh, that is like um, it, you've you've touched everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in terms of reforms that can happen. Mm. I hope one day they will listen and, and and listen to women's voices. Yes. But what I like with the with alternative online spaces mm. is women will talk. Mm. And and um, it's miracle. yeah, I mean, even these <laughs> days you have to be careful to what mm, you do mm. to someone else yeah. because even though they keep quiet and allow allow your abuse to happen, one day they will just so call it out. Yeah, and I liked I saw a tweet of a man lamenting that oh my god, so ever since Twitter feminists came about, we have to be wary of what we do and how we say it. I was like yeah, that's that's that's, yeah, that's exactly, exactly what, what we are trying exactly. to achieve so that. Whether you're doing it subconsciously and mm-hmm. whether you're doing it by force, as long How as you're creating you a safer world, exactly. and learn and and be a good human, exactly. Because as Edna says, it is about empathy, mm. uh, and feminism is about empathy. Yes. Or uh, as a human, we are not going to applaud you for behaving well. well if exactly, you're, a man. you're behaving like a human being. <laughs> no one, no like... one is giving you a cookie here. Yeah. You're just doing the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> are we going to pay people for driving on the right side when well, not driving on the left side when they're supposed to be on the right side? No, you you're doing the right, right thing. thing. So no yeah. one is going to give you a medal yeah, for doing sorry, the right thing. Not here. Yeah, so we are coming to a conclusion mm. um, just to sort of paint a future for for feminism because uh, and, and feminist organizing mm. the the women that came before us the feminists that came before us mm. could not imagine what is happening yes. online right yes, now definitely. they had their NGOs mm. it was like sort of an exclusive club yes. but but anyone who joins Twitter and says I want to be these women are amazing. Mm. I also want to like be a feminist. It's free. Mm. Is it, uh, joins and says their truth and speaks yes. their truth, whether they have one follower. It, as long as the sisterhood picks on it, mm. then their voices will be amplified. Be amplified yes. So what can you paint a picture? Maybe ten years is too much with technology. Mm. But what do you envision, or what would you want to see? First and foremost, I'm very confident in that work that feminists are doing online and mm. that feminists are doing now mm-hmm. in the age of feminism that I exist in. Yeah. Um, when I joined Twitter actively, when I rejoined Twitter actively, yeah. um, I couldn't imagine that the space would be as it is now. Mm. That now it's a learning space that now you find, first of all, okay, there are many more women who are <laughs> becoming feminists now yeah. because they just see that it makes sense yes, huh? it <laughs> to, to be on my side. Mm-hmm. It does. So um, that's the first thing. Changing mindsets. Um, I think um, because so many people are learning, so many people are not just... We've refused to succumb. Like, mm. our generation family has refused to succumb to the patriarchy. It has refused to let the fight go. It's it's living the truth mm-hmm. every day. So, I, you see it physically. Yeah. And it makes sense to you. So, um, what I see is more informed people. Mm-hmm. Um, more liberal people. More... People who are up to learn and unlearn and also change um, the way they're living or the patriarchal mindsets that they 
haba that continue to oppress people yeah that, that like women who ask why yes yeah because because from the time you're born mm. like someone is trying to tell you who you are to be from pink ribbons yes from pink dresses pink exactly and when you you sway from that it's yeah. a whole uh, you no, shock society exactly exactly and now no. it's not even okay maybe i'm very in a bubble of open-minded <laughs> people but mm-hmm. now it's no longer you're a bad woman or you're doing bad things or you're unacceptable you're exactly it's yeah. oh okay i wanna be <laughs> that's exactly what, what i want, I want to, to replicate be. that's yeah. an alternative i don't mm-hmm. have to do a b and c okay that's that's what I'm following, and I genuinely appreciate that. Yeah. Also, just seeing um, more young people and more women um, understanding power politics, understanding mm-hmm. oppression. There's so much work. There is so, so much, much work, work to be done, done. Yeah. and so many people have now left the organized um, employment or organized careers in courts again. Partly uh, because of the oppression. Uh, exactly, the oppression. So yeah. people, I feel, first of all, those people are going to have to be forced to either change or mm-hmm. not have a labor force that is going to bring them quality work. Because yeah. everyone who knows they are worth I don't need this. Mm-hmm. I can. I don't have to work eight to five. Exactly. Thanks to COVID nineteen, finally <laughs> bosses can see that you don't have, have to, to be sitting exactly. at your desk, uh, mostly doing nothing. nothing. Yeah. yeah. No. Mm. So um, also just seeing that more people are now committed to changing the inequalities mm. in the world. So they, the one way or another, they're contributing to the revolution. Mm. So um, I would love to see more work being done in organizations Mm -hmm. for different groups of you know marginalized people Mm. um and finally infiltration of institutions as Mm. much as as much as there will be alternative ways just seeing that there's so many people who are being re-educated who are unlearning who are learning who are saying oh i can stand for that post or i can be in that place of power and then bringing their feminist politics into that space whether it's a corporate whether it's a corporate yes whether it's a bank whether it's um a ministry Mm -hmm. whether it's being an mp whether it's in the education sector exactly just bringing your feminist politics and i think also just um how radical our version our feminism is is um we refuse if you're a feminist you're going to follow certain feminist politics or Mm -hmm. you're not doing the work because we're not just we don't want to just have people in power who are figureheads you yeah. have to do the work mm-hmm. you have to have the politics and you have, have to, to ensure make sure that you're changes. not you're not a, a, a patriarchy get exactly keeper. exactly yeah. and we're not just you not you know giving us the campaign only for you to get into the office and not do the work and that that is also um party to organizations that say they're doing feminist work you must be very feminist in the way you're working or don't do the work at all sit home and find another cause (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's what i see definitely thank you so much lisa thank you for for having me i don't know if you have anything else to say but probably you could tell us uh, just just briefly on the kinds of books you recommend for young feminists to read 
Um, so the first, the first, <laughs> the first is definitely um, Feminism is for Everybody by Bell Hooks. Mm-hmm. And um, that is mainly because, that's what I love, Bell Hooks. <laughs> Second, um, Bell Hooks breaks everything down into the simplest way. Yeah. So a lot of people say feminism, um, work or theory is very hard to understand which is true because they're very educated people mm. feminists, are, feminists are so educated mm. um but what bell hooks does is really simplifies everything and and touches on everything be mm. it queer politics be it um parenting be it you know just everyday living is is in that book and yeah. how to walk in your feminism i think that 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 book really shook <laughs> um the gates uh the next one again would be all about love mm. because a lot of people think we can exist without love mm. but choice feminism is a touch of the paper and um i think that is also very important for feminists to read to young feminists or young women who are working towards becoming feminists because a lot of the time because the a lot of the movement is on giving women choices. Mm. People say, oh, no, but I have a choice to do A, B, and suddenly do my younger. <laughs> just like, no, that is not part of your choices. So mm. just understanding that your choices sh- still should be built in dismantling the patriarchy. Yeah. You can't sit down and be a patriarchy princess. Yeah. Benefit from feminism. Uh-huh. Do work around feminism. But what you're doing is really questionable yes it's yeah. questionable so mm. yes just reading that and understanding that truth feminism is a fear of politics mm. and um for you to embrace your true feminism or the mm. true politics you have to come away from trying to please um people or make feminism um more pal- easy to swallow more palatable yes that's what that's the word i wanted but then it had failed yeah. yes mm. those are the three must reads that i would give any young woman who wants to Feminist. Thank you so much. Thank Lisa. you for having I me. I could listen to you <laughs> all day. <laughs> I'm open to coming again and again. <laughs> there are so many things we mm. have to talk about, mm. and I um I can't promise anything, but <laughs> but yeah, I hope whoever is listening has learned. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast, and goodbye. <laughs>